Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Listener Experience Program. We're your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. Happy Thursday, Hollow Cult. It's about that time. You've about made it through the week. One more. And by the time this one drops, the holidays are right around the door. Right? This corner. Yeah, right around the corner, right through the door. Same thing, though. You're almost there, which means good food, hanging out with people that you like to hang out with at least once a year, and something you like to hang out with all the time. You know how it is. But we're right there to help push you through and get you there. But we're glad you're here and hanging out with us this Thursday. We got uh, a follow-up from one of our last listener experiences. Our friend Maddie's back. And uh, he's going to kind of touch base on some of the questions we ask him and whatnot. So that's going to be cool to get into. Uh, how you feeling, Kyle? I feel okay. I'm feeling a lot better than I did the previous week. My wounds are healing. Looks like I got stabbed several times, but I'm he making it through. does look like he has been shot multiple times. Yeah. I felt like it too there for a couple of days, but now I'm I'm on the mend and... I'm getting around a lot better. Been hit with a few shells, but you don't walk with a limp. That's right. That's right. Great philosopher, 50 Cent. 50. 50. 50 Cent. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit because I know people like to bitch whenever we don't get right into the show. So, yeah. you know how it is. Yeah. That's what we're here for. But it's good to be back in studio, have Kyle here. It's a good time. Metal sign. Metal sign across the airwaves. Uh, we had a ton of P.O. Box. Uh, goodness, you guys beat the P.O. Box up this week. Yeah, it was pretty awesome to see. We had like six boxes. So to everybody who sent us some goodies, you know who you are, and we thank you. So much. Awesome stuff. I'll post it to all of the socials after we get done recording tonight. Cool stuff. We got we got socks and shoes yeah. from different people who I'm a hundred percent positive had no idea that they were both sending us some sort of weird footwear at the same time. It is pretty weird. That's synchronicities. Synchronicities. About. That's the word I was just getting ready to use, <laughs> but we do thank you for all the weirdness it's about as special as finding a fucking birthday balloon. <laughs> Mylar blue balloon. It is. It is. Anyway, Got to get through all the business. Check us out on all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. We will be there. Join the Hollow Cult and uh, come and hang out with us. Super cool, right? If you have a listener experience you'd like for us to feature on this particular episode in the future, Kyle's got the goodies. You can write your story out and shoot it over the email, which is the preferred method these days. You can also record yourself and send that to the email as well. Or you can call or text the holophone, which is going to be 1-618-556-0837. All this information is in the show notes. Don't be afraid to dig around in there and find what you need. Uh, if you want to contribute to the, the P.O. Box, you're more than welcome to. It's going to be P.O. Box 145. Fielden, Illinois, 62031. Send us all the cool shit and weird shit, and we'll Cursed. appreciate you very much. Cursed stuff, haunted stuff. Whatever you, know, you got. You know how it is. Yeah. Just cool stuff. Yeah. We we 
We appreciate you. We do. And like I said, far more significant than finding a birthday balloon in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Shots, Shots fired. Beow, beow, beow. Shots fired out there. Far more significant. Uh, there's plenty of ways to support the show. If you would like to find those out, you can go listen to Monday's show where I rant on about it. That being said. Yeah, we got to get to things faster. Yes. Faster, faster, faster. Nobody has enough time. No. Enough time. But I could say that there's more time for ads, but they're probably also sad about that, too. Well, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, our friend Maddie has hit us back up. He was the one that sent in uh, the Skinwalker Eyes encounter. Was that last week? Last week or the week before? Can't quite recall. I think it was the week before. Was it? I think yeah. the last one that came out was the local abduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But we were going to follow up with that. So, Maddie has sent us Skinwalker Eyes follow-up. Matthew, a.k.a. Maddie here. That's a common nickname that's been given to me many times throughout the year, so I'll take it. Good, I didn't want to offend you there. Just throwing out Maddie all willy-nilly like that, but we're good. I listened to the Listener Encounter episode where you guys featured this email. You guys had a few ideas that clicked in my head while hearing you bounce ideas off of each other. First was the crosses in the trees. To clarify, when I saw them the first time, they were freshly cut and oozing sap from the cuts, meaning they were done very recently. I'm not sure how large they were, but they were big enough for me to see from 20 or so feet below and clearly see the cross shape. Also, there were no obvious signs of the trees being climbed recently. That was the first thing I looked for after I saw more trees with the fresh cross shape oozing out sap. One thing that was discussed was the crosses being some sort of protection over the area. When you said that, it clicked in my head. I saw the fresh crosses in 2020 when nothing happened other than being creeped out and finding the weird crosses. The eyes of the skinwalker or spirit or whatever it was that was following me through the forest was the next year in 2021. Perhaps the protection had expired, so to speak, when I was there in 2021. When the sun was out later in the day after the eyes followed me, I did hike back to the trees where I was seeing the the crosses to verify that I'd seen them the previous year. I was able to find only maybe three or four. They were definitely harder to notice. The year before, when they were fresh and the sap was oozing from them, it was glimmering in the sunlight, so they stood out and they were easy to spot. Maybe it was a layer of protection over the area, and whoever, whatever, had put it there had not been back to do so the following year. But who knows? Kyle mentions hunters using red lights and that it, whatever it was, wanted me out of its territory. That is why when I saw it the first two times, I turned my own light off, trying to see their their red light and hear them moving, but there was nothing. Although I feel like my experience shows it wasn't a physical hunter in the area, what if it was an old spirit trying to hunt the area? The only time that happened to me was on the opening morning of the hunt, so maybe it was an old spirit letting me know that I was in his territory and wanted me out. The last thing I wanted to point out was the location. See the map below. Kyle was asking about skinwalkers in the area. This is the uh, Uinta Mountain Range that leads to the Uinta Basin where Skinwalker Ranch is located. My experience took place maybe 80 miles as the crow flies from the ranch. I never thought that my experience had anything to do with Skinwalkers and only made the connection of the red eyes after hearing your episode on the Skinwalker. 
The map below shows the ranch, and the heart on the left is where it happened to me. Uh, Could it be a skinwalker? A trickster spirit? An old soul? Just haunted woods? Who knows? It was weird, and I never knew where to put it until hearing your show. Skinwalker, or something along those lines, almost makes some sense as the eyes followed me through the night. But once the sun came up, the sense of being followed and not alone was gone. I did hunt successfully, so I will return again in this area in 2022, but nothing weird happened in that meadow. Although I did have a friend with me on that trip. I spend a lot of time in those mountains outside of hunting season, but it seems to be around hunting season when the weird stuff happens. I do have a squatchy experience, although I only saw shadows and not a definite Sasquatch that I'll have to share as well. I wrote that down in a journal as soon as it happened while I was on a hillside where it took place. So once I find the journal entry, I can type it up word for word how I described it as it happened. Anyway, thanks for doing what you guys do. If any of the Hollow Cult have stories similar to mine, feel free to give them my contact info. I'd love to hear more similar encounters with the red eyes. Closest I've heard to my story was a skinwalker hunter you had on. Thanks, Maddie. Maddie, my friend, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to kind of elaborate on some of the questions that we had. Um, First off, the crosses cut into the trees. Um, was it, didn't you say you on the, uh, Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, this is, this one was weirder though. This one wasn't cut into the tree. It was like somebody made something and hung it to the tree. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it and show you. It's definitely strange, man. Hey, hollow cult. The weather's getting nice and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have... Crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. 
That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. But I, I, I don't know, like I am the last person to ask about like protection spells and, and whatnot. I, I'm assuming they probably have some sort of like shelf life for lack of a better term. Oh yeah, that's weird. That's yeah. way up there. Yeah, it's a good ways up there for sure. I'm not exactly sure how high that would be. It's a video and I'm trying to. It legitimately looks like a cross from like a graveyard. Like someone pause, would put yeah. or alongside a highway or something. I don't know, maybe maybe 30 feet up ish. It's a, it's a good jaunt up. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the, the description of um, like a cross you find on the side of the highway is a pretty good match for what it is. That shit's strange. And many, he also sent me a video of uh, the same guy. Or whether this is satire or not, you always know how these things work, but it's a, a video of a, a guy apparently fishing who finds what looks to be like a ritual site in the woods of Oregon. I don't know if it's you know, in this, in a similar location to the cross encounter or anything of that like that, but it just further suggests that, and it wasn't the, wasn't the giant door reportedly in Oregon too. Oh, I think so. With the giant or, you yeah. know, the latest, the latest Somewhere viral video. Pacific Northwesty. Yeah. I don't know. Suggested maybe some weird shit's going on up there in the woods, which isn't that surprising. No. The woods are a very interesting place. I do like the idea of Maddie's experience taking place during the hunt. Because you think about it, there's a lot of symbolism there in regards to the hunt. You know what I mean? Like, Because cultures throughout time will have big hunts or partake in the hunt. And it's a, it's a very spiritual process for some people. Yeah. And that, that meadow could be like, could be a profound like pinch point in migration. Yeah. Uh, paths, you know, and it, it could be like a spot that was used centuries over centuries over centuries. Yep. And that energy from, you know, taking life and whatnot could, I mean, it could, it could even be residual. Oh, yeah. But the fact that it kind of like, it almost like interacted with him in his encounter. Yeah, the thing that will forever throw you for the loop is that it the eyes were right in his face. Yeah. Like telling him, hey. Yeah, because, you know, because like I said, you, you, could, you could wonder that it's a, a hunter off in the distance using a red light instead of a white light. But the fact that it appears right in front of you, it kind of throws that out of the question. I don't know. I just feel like there there could be definitely something to the whole and it's because you use the word the hunt. Like it just sprung that idea within me. Like I said, it's a very spiritual process for people. There's um that's how some some people would become a, a man, so to speak. You know, like there's there's different journeys that fall into the the process of the hunt. It makes me think about uh, the site we have on our uh, farm, right, where I find all the artifacts. 
the the timeline for the artifacts there are thousands and thousands and thousands of years, right? So culture upon culture upon culture built on that site. The reason being is A, it's so close to the river, and B, it was a prominent hunting spot for ancient people to, to hunt at. So those sites hold very specific significance to their livelihood. Could very well be the same with this meadow that you're choosing to hunt at. Like hundred percent. Yeah, there's a reason people people go hunt the same spots year after year after year. Oh yeah, exactly. It's because they produce and they help you survive, you know. But And think about that like what Steve just said, like you're not talking like one generation of people. You're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of years where be it residual or be it this insane connection to the land spiritually and just emotionally the whole nine all that energy gets kind of wrapped up and and stays right there yeah it's but even even at our spot like it's it's just it's just a little field now and it, it it's it's a powerful place to be like it's there is so much history on that that little bit of acreage it's 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 powerful but um going back to the crosses if i we would have to touch base like some of our spirituality community help me out here feel free to comment um do i'm assuming they do like i said these 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 protections probably have a shelf life do they wear off you know if you That's a good question if you put uh like a protection ward around your home does it have a shelf life? I feel like I feel like depending on what it is has it you know like like putting holy oil around your doors. I feel like eventually when that oil um deteriorates you're Dude, it's going to have holes in the system so yeah, to speak, you That's kind of what I was thinking too. Like when, as the <clears throat> crosses that are carved in there start start to get grown over and they just they're just like residual scar tissue on the tree do they need to be freshened up for the protection spell to keep whatever it is in there or keep whatever it is out of there you know? which and another another angle to that that you hear in a lot of different channels is the i guess intent behind the uh ritual itself like i know it sounds crazy but the idea that it could be like Steve told me to put these crosses in the trees. It's going to protect me. So I do that. And it does have a little bit of protection there. However, if you are of the mindset that this will protect me, I know that it, like you have that, that level of intent and commitment and faith in what you're doing. I feel like that holds varying results as well. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could have been something like, there was somebody going into this meadow and it just needed protection for that one night or that one weekend or whatever. So they put the intent into these, into these carvings just for that weekend. Right. Maybe they'd wore off by then. I, again, I'm not a hundred percent sure how all that works, but I know we probably have people who listen that do. So. And, and the, the original experience is just crazy in itself. You it's know, like creepy. The fact, yeah, it does have very creepy undertones to it. 
But then the the question would be to you, you know, did you feel threatened by said entity when it made its way to you? Because that, that, I think that holds a lot of significant value as well, is the emotion you walked away with during that encounter. Maybe you weren't afraid of it, you know. Maybe it didn't have any malicious intent. Maybe it was just there, seeing who's encroaching on its property or something. I don't know. I've never, you don't, we really haven't heard anything quite like this. Especially with it, with it like blatantly interacting with you. Yeah. Kind and, of, and the significance with the, you. the significance with the red eyes is, it, it varies throughout entities as well. Like you'll hear it in different cases throughout, throughout your, your research. And so I, it can't really be, it's hard to just lock it down to something, you know? Yeah. Because you hear red eyes so much. Like you see, you'll hear it with spirits. You'll hear it with dogmen. You'll hear it with Bigfoot. You'll hear it with UFO stuff, but it's not eyes with UFOs. It's little orbs that are investigating the area and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, it'd be interesting to also uh, learn if there's any history to that particular spot. Yeah, particular meadow or mountain or acreage or whatever, to see if there there is some lore behind that exact spot where you're at. Definitely a weird story for sure. Go back and uh, if people who are listening this time aren't familiar with it, go back and listen to the uh, listener episode from two weeks ago, Skinwalker Eyes episode. Uh, that'll give you Maddie's whole experience. It's it's interesting. Oh, for sure. But again, um, thank you for taking the time to reach back out and answer some of our questions, do a little follow-up. We are fully into hearing about your Sasquatch experience. It'll be exciting if you find that journal, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like real, real real-time notes there. Yes, it will be awesome. But again... Thanks, Maddie, for uh, sharing and following up with us in the Hollow Cult. And uh, that will be it for today. So, everybody, have a good week, end of the week. Enjoy your holiday season with your family and those that you hold close. Everybody, stay safe, stay weird. And until we meet again, make sure you're protection sigils are up to date.